This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Road trip! Now, to many dogs, it really doesn't matter if hopping in the car with you results in a short trek through the fast food drive through or a week-long journey crossing several states. For many, their bodies are just wiggling with delight. Right, Kona? Yep, she's right here, green. And what about our feline friends? Now, some cats view car rides as perfect adventures, like my orange tabby, pet safety cat Casey, while others can become highly hysterical. So, how can we make car rides feel welcoming and safe for our dogs and cats? How can we minimize their sounds of protest or worse, those churning stomachs due to motion sickness? Listeners, you're in luck. Our special guest today is one of the world's top pet advocates and a doggone expert in all things pets. She has a very, very long and successful resume, but here's the short version. She's the go-to gal for national TV and radio shows on pet topics. I guess she has very strong typing fingers because she produces terrific pet blogs often, and she is an in-demand speaker. And yep, here's a fun fact. She's a former Tampa Bay Buccaneers cheerleader. (laughs) Not with all the teasing. Please give pause and applause to the one and only Kristen Levine. Hey, welcome to the show, Kristen. Thank you, Arden. Thank you. It's so great to be here. I really appreciate you having me on the show. All right. Rah, rah, rah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I was going to say it, but you did. So good. (laughs) I'm an ex-sports writer who's covered a couple Super Bowls, but I didn't see you uh, on the sidelines during those days. So we'll talk about that later in the show. Okay. (laughs) But uh, folks, so what we're going to do today, because our show is only a half hour and we really love that Kristen knows all things pets. Uh, We're going to focus on how to keep our pets safe, happy, and healthy on road trips. So we're going to dive in right after we take this commercial break. You guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
Welcome back to the OBHAVE show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Kristen Levine. Now, she's a multi-talented pet expert and, I love this, pet advocate. So, after the show, your homework is to go over to the uh, Kristen Levine Pet Living site. It's at kristenlevine.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-L-E-V-I-N-E, and check out her Facebook page. Discover for yourself all the things that Kristen is doing to better the lives of pets. Now, one of my favorite roles you play, Kristen, is being a pet parent to a sweet black senior lab mix named Chili. 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 Also also known as Chili Bean Levine. (laughs) I love that we give our nicknames to our pets. Tell us, what's the 411 on Chili Bean Levine? Yeah, he is just one of the loves of my life, of course. He's, like you said, he's a senior. So he's going to be 10 years old in about three months. So I'm planning a big 10th birthday bash for him. Yeah, and he's a Dalmate. He looks like a lab. He looks like a like a petite female lab, but he's actually Dalmatian, Boxer, Husky, and Australian Shepherd, according to our wisdom panel DNA test. <laughs> That's what Dr. Marty Becker calls a canine cocktail. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he is just a sweetheart, and I'm missing him right now because I'm actually visiting my sister in Denver, Colorado, so he's home with a pet sitter, so I can't wait to get home to see him. All right. Well, one thing I really like is on her site, folks, one of her mottos is, feeling happier, healing faster, and living healthier with pets. That's her message that she wants to get out to the world. And since uh, Obehave is going all over the world, we even have loyal listeners in Singapore, Kristen. Whoa, that's awesome. I know, I know. I think we need an airplane trip to Singapore, producer <laughs> Mark Winter. Come on, let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to talk about today, though, is, you know, we love to take our pets with us. And there's some common sense that's needed But the nice thing is the uh, pet industry market, I just came back from Global a few months ago. Oh, my dog. There was seven football fields long of products, and there's always reinvention. And you've got folks like Dr. Marty Becker and yourself who are really getting the message out about fear-free and how to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress. So it's such a global topic, but I want to kind of focus in on the car. And, you know, so let's just get started. Motion sickness, I think you said something like one in five dogs may suffer from it. So let's talk a little bit about that. What are some of the signals a dog or the cat in the back seat is telling you, this is not sure, my idea sure. of heaven? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and speaking of that statistics, one in five dogs, that is actually what I learned when I was doing um, an interview with a, a veterinarian about serenia, which I'll mention that later. But yeah. she actually told me recently, she said they have new data that shows that motion sickness could be closer to one in every two dogs. And she was telling me she thinks that that's because there's a better understanding of motion sickness nowadays. Um, But it is is one of the most underdiagnosed conditions in dogs. And that's because if our dog, you know, throws up, vomits, Ralph's, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, in, I feel uh, sorry for all you listeners named Ralph. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, if that happens when your dog's in the car, we, you know, we usually know that that's that they're car sick or they have motion sickness. But sometimes we don't think to bring that up when we're at the vet's office getting their, you know, biannual checkup or, you know, right. visiting for whatever other reason we might be there. It's, we just kind of think, oh, it's one of those things, you know, people get car sick too. And, you know, what are you going to do? But because it's such a prevalent problem and because it actually affects 
our dog's quality of life and even our quality of life, if we're having to leave them at home because we know they're going to get sick, then I think it bears, you know, like I'm glad you're talking about this today or we're talking about this today because I don't think we tend to think of the domino effect that that can have for our pets. So let's go, we know that one of the good signs is that beautiful watery blah that's on your favorite upholstery or on the floor. But what are some other more subtle signs that your dog or cat is is really feeling like they're you're rocking the boat. Sure. So some signs could be your dog could be whining or crying. He might pant more than usual, might be drooling a lot more than usual, more than you would expect. Frequent lip licking. He or she could even be trembling or shaking. Or I like to call this pouting. It's like you just know that look on your dog's face. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that little pucker face. How, you know, (laughs) um, exactly. And cats, you know, are, I guess, a little bit more difficult to, you know, and it's just, it's a cat thing, right? But cats might be whining or crying or howling. Um, And then that could also be fear and anxiety, too. So there's a lot of crossover with these symptoms. And that's why it's so important to talk to your veterinarian about it because it's hard for us sometimes to differentiate between your kitty crying because they just really don't want to be in the car. They're afraid versus they're actually feeling sick. Um, Okay, so let's talk about that. So let's say, you know, you're not a crazy driver. You're not taking hairpin (laughs) turns and fast (laughs) braking that would make anybody have motion sickness. Let's say you got two hands on the wheel. You're driving well. I know you're not a veterinarian and I know you don't play one on TV. (laughs) But what I like about you, you're very similar to me. If if I'm an ex-newspaper reporter, if your mother tells you she loves you, check it out. So (laughs) you're a reputation in the pet world depends on being able to do research before you open your mouth about a product, right? Right. right. So let's talk about Serenia and that's C-E-R-E-N-I-A. And folks, it's not a commercial. Trust me. No, it's not. This is, it's an FDA approved medication that, that treats vomiting in dogs due to motion sickness. And the reason I try to be really specific is because it doesn't necessarily treat nausea. Mm-hmm. It treats the actual vomiting, but it is a veterinary prescription. So you would have to be talking to your vet about the symptoms and the signs that you're witnessing from your dog. And Serenity is not for cats. It's just for dogs. Okay. But it can absolutely relieve your pet from vomiting. And if you are one of those people that whose dog, you know, throws up in the car, so you've been leaving them home instead of taking them on family trips or instead of taking them to the vet, God forbid, or uh-huh. instead of taking them to the dog park, then this is really important because his quality of life is hampered by the fact that he throws up in the car. So Serenia is, comes in these little tablets. They're just kind of like little chalky tablets. And, you know, depending on the weight of your dog, your veterinarian will prescribe how much to give. Mm-hmm. And you give it to your pet about an hour or two before the trip. And one dose is good for the whole day. So if nice. you're going on a long road trip, you know, you're not going to have to pull over and remember, oh, you know, every so often I have to, you know, give my pet more of these tablets. But, you know, it's made by a company distributed, I guess, by Zoetis, which is a great big yeah, animal that's a big, yeah. company. Most people probably don't really know what that company is. But they do a lot of research and they've been researching a lot about how it actually impacts our lives and our dog's lives when we avoid car trips, which, you know, doesn't seem like a big deal. But if you stop. No, it's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, I mean, don't you like a pet in the car because they're not saying, are we almost there yet? Are we almost there yet? Are we almost there yet? Can we stop for ice cream? Come on, come on, come on. And there's no, you know. They'll listen to whatever, whatever, whatever music you want to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
They're not trying to drive, you know. All right. So we want to take care of their tender tummy. That's good. But we also want to have them be in the right place in the vehicle. And that means not on your lap, behind Mm -hmm. the wheel. And certainly, what about the passenger side? Well, you know, the passenger side is not as safe as the back seat. Okay. And, you know, I guess it depends on who you talk to, but I don't know. I'm kind of old school and I feel like what I learned many, many years ago is that they're safest in the backseat in a crate, a carrier, or in a harness. And that depends on, of course, the size of your pet. So if we're talking about a cat or if we're talking about a smaller dog, that could be a crate or a kennel that's buckled into the backseat. Or if you have, you know, an SUV, it could be that back cargo section. Although, I don't know, I like to have my pets as close as I, (laughs) you know, know, I like to look at them in the rearview mirror and and talk to them. (laughs) Well, what's Chili's setup? He wears a harness. He's got a sleepy pot harness. He's a little bit large for, um, you know, a carrier and my car is not big enough to put a crate in the back. So he wears the the harness and I buckled him. him. That is actually my nephew dog, Grizzly. I think Grizzly is grumbling because we didn't mention him. Hey, Grizz, we got you on the air. (laughs) We got you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can do a whole show on Grizzly because he's only six months old and he's, let's just say they're past the honeymoon puppy phase. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah so he and I put him in the back seat passenger side back seat um, because it's easier for me to turn and look at him and make sure he's comfortable and calm and 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 to talk to him too but yeah you know and I think too Arden you know this pets thrive on routine Mm -hmm. and so I think it's important that people consider taking their pets on frequent jaunts around town even if you're just running a quick errand because the more frequent that you include your pets on a car ride, assuming they're not, they don't have motion sickness and you don't need to deal right. with that issue, it becomes more of an everyday thing for them too. And they know the drill, they're easier to buckle into their harness and That's they know right. what to expect and, and all that good stuff. So making it part of your routine is really important too. Well, today I kicked off my day in hot Dallas by taking a three mile walk with my 88 pound Bernie's Mountain Dog Mix, Bujo, and pet safety dog, Kona, who's, we think she's a Jack Russell meta Portuguese padango, fell in love and popped out Kona because of her funky look. But we did it very early in the morning. We had bottled water and all that. But in the backseat of my SUV, my sister-in-law, Jill, shout out Jill James, took several bathroom rugs, stitched them together, and it goes as a strip across the uh, back of my back seat. And then we have each of them with their harnesses wearing, you know, the seat belts plugged into the D-ring and to the seat belt. And they have their little spots. We have a little portable water collapsible bowl in the water. We know there's a mile stop. Each mile stop has one of those fountains where you can push for the dogs to get water. And we try to get back home by 8 o'clock because Dallas gets hot here. But I'm telling you, they love the whole thing when the leash comes out. They've equated it with (laughs) it, which makes it so much easier because Bujo was a real chicken when it came to coming to a vet. But now Uh she's like, okay, the car. So I think you you have something. So short trips, but make sure with this hot weather, you're not leaving them in the car. Absolutely. And and when I mentioned running an errand earlier, I definitely should point out that not an errand where you need to get out of the car and you can't take your pet in. <laughs> right. You know, drive throughs are made for dog lovers, right, <laughs> right. folks? <laughs> exactly. Or even if it's even if you take them just for a quick tool around the neighborhood, just again to, you know, get them used to the car um, and their harness or their crate or however, whatever your chosen setup is, that could be really great. Make make life easier every time. And like you said, next time you pull out the leash or say want to go for a car ride, they're going to be super excited. Now with Kona, because she's only like 35 pounds, she's in a, in a orthopedic bed 
on top in the back seat with her little D-ring and Bujo's just too darn big to do that. So they like that too because I can see both of them and I can guide the uh, the vent for my air conditioning right at them. Yes. I don't have a Tesla or anything, so <laughs> I don't have the SUV that has the little air conditioning in the middle in the back seat. I think right. all, don't you think all vehicles should have that? For dogs and humans alike. Absolutely. I'm surprised that that not more automakers have that. I know. So talk about your dog, Chili. How many states have you traveled with Chili? Oh, my gosh. I've not counted them up, but I can tell you this, that uh, we got to be real experts on road trips with Chili and I because I mentioned earlier that I'm visiting my sister right now in Denver, and we've actually made four road trips from Tampa, where I live, to Denver and back which is about, it's three days each way because we don't like to drive overnight. Um, we no. we'll drive about eight to 10 hours a day and then we'll stay in a pet-friendly hotel. And so you get to be an expert pretty quickly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what works and what doesn't work when you're on the road for six long days. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to keep you guys guessing for just a minute because we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to find out the good and the bad and the uh-oh Kristen Levine has had with her long treks with the sweet sweet chili so everybody sit and stay we'll be right back time for a walk on the red carpet of course all behave will be back in a flash right after these messages Pause up, everybody. This is your host, Arden Moore. And guess what? I wear different collars in the pet world. I am also a master instructor in pet first aid and CPR. And I have some great news for all you. Safety is one of the best skills you can learn for pets that you have and those that you care for from other people. That's why I'm excited to let you know we now have a two-day online interactive pet first aid instructor program. Yep, I have teamed up with Pro Pet Hero and I am your instructor. We use Zoom technology, which is great. So you can be wherever you are in North America. I can tap into you and we have a class of up to six people at a time for two days and we teach you all the veterinary approved hands-on skills to become a pet first aid and CPR instructor. To learn more, please go to Pro Pet Hero.com. This is your chance to be your pet's best health ally. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Joyce DeWitt. You may remember me from Three's Company, inviting you to have the good sense to tune in to the adorable, amazing Arden Moore on Behave on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm having a great time talking to the one and only Kristen Levine. She is a pet lifestyle expert. She is savvy in the world of pet marketing. She writes a must-read blog. I mean, she does a lot in a day. I don't know when she sleeps. But let's talk about the good, bad, and the uh uh-oh of road trips adventures with Sweet Chili. Yes. Or Chili, what would you call her? Chili Chili Bean Levine. Chili Chili Bean Bean Levine. Levine. 
I think that's like a rap song, don't you? <laughs> it could it, be. It could be. Chili Bean Levine. Chili Bean Levine. Okay. Start writing that kick butt song next that's when you, good. instead of sleeping. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to have that jingle in my head. Okay. And then I'm going to make you listen to it. Which will be I will. I, I'd be happy to. <laughs> so, okay. So on these road trips from Tampa to Denver, we have learned that we talked about routine earlier in the show. And routine is super important, as is familiarity. So what I like to do is bring all of Chili's favorite things. And that includes his favorite bed, his favorite toys, his favorite blanket, and then of course your essentials. Road trip time is not a good time to change up the diet. So we we always make sure that we pack plenty of food that Chili is used to eating and his treats. So keep as you want to keep as much the same on road trip as possible right. because there's, you know, you're going to be visiting different places and there's going to be different smells and scents and their whole route, their whole like timing of their day is changed. So you kind of want to buffer that with keeping certain things the same. Yeah, um, I do swear that dogs and cats wear invisible watches. They know exactly when breakfast and dinner should oh, be, right? Absolutely. Absolutely okay. they do. One thing I learned the hard way is the first time we took this long road trip was I thought to myself, you know what? Nowadays, so many hotel chains are pet friendly. I'm sure we'll just find one on the road. I'm not, I'm not going to make a reservation. And plus, I was thinking, well, what if I feel like driving further or not as far? So anyway, so on the first trip, I think our first stop was Chattanooga. We, you know, I pulled into the first pet friendly uh, hotel. They were booked. Uh-oh. I pulled into another one and they weren't pet friendly, even though their website said they were. <gasps> so, so it was the, it, it took me to a third. We, we finally got lucky on the third place, but you know, this is the end of a 10 hour driving day. I'm exhausted. We just want to go to bed. You can't so, say, Hey, uh, chili take over. I'm, I'm going to crash exactly, in the back. <laughs> exactly. As much as that would be nice, as much as I'd like to. So definitely make reservations in advance um, okay. to stay at a pet friendly hotel and know what the pet deposit is and all that good stuff. Yeah. That could be a shocker. You know, if your yes. dog has more than one paw, it'll be a hundred dollars <laughs> extra. That's, yeah. I, I go to the ones where the two pets are free regardless uh-huh. of size. I'm not going to mention the name, but I, travel a lot with them but there are a lot of, and you could you know it's nice when I just went to a cat conference in St. Louis and the hotel was very pet friendly and everybody you know on staff made an attempt to say hi and greet your pet and all that but wow. yeah yeah there's good and bad aren't there there are yeah so do, definitely do your research before and make those reservations in advance so you know you've got a place to stay when you're pulling into town the other thing that I've learned to do over the over these trips is like I mentioned before, bring your dog or your cat's favorite things. Right. And so what we'll do is once we get checked into our hotel room, once I kind of get settled, I will feed Chili. And again, you want to keep it as close to your regular feeding time as possible, which can right. be challenging on the road. And then I surprise him with his favorite toy, which in his oh, case, okay. he likes one of those wobble toys that spits out the kibble. And so, yeah, so then he's got a little bit of comforts of home. And, um, and then he usually crashes after that. You also want to make sure that you're making frequent stops on the road to make sure that, you know, obviously they've got to go potty and also they need to stretch their legs. And also it'll be easier for your dog to sleep in the car while you're driving if they've had a little bit of activity along and the way. So how, what do you think? Every three hours, every four hours? What are you talking about? Yeah, we, we aim, we usually aim between three and four, four max. Um, oh. My bladder can't hold out more than, <laughs> more than four. So. <laughs> This show is brought to you by... (laughs) Right? (laughs) But the other tricky thing on the road, and this is another thing to research, is the rest stops and or dog parks along your route. Yeah. Because you don't, you know, you don't want to just pull over at any random, I mean, you may have to pull over to a random place, but I discovered through trial and error that 
truck stops, Chile does not like truck stops. They're too noisy. And so when we would stop at them, he wouldn't go potty. He just wanted to get back in the car. So that's why ahead of time. And they usually don't have a lot of grass or anything. They don't. You might might find one little patch of grass and you know what that probably looks like, right? Because, you know, people unfortunately don't clean up after their dogs. But I prefer the rest stops because they usually have a pet area or a lot of grassy area. And um, yeah, so that's important as well. And then. You know, I don't know if, if you want to go into, you know, talking about pet insurance or not, but yeah, in, when, in terms of having peace of mind. Because oopsies on, happen. You're talking to America's pet health and safety coach. So Yes. Okay. So then we have oh, to go oh, there. <laughs> yeah. Because our pets don't live in a protective bubble and we didn't win the lotto. Did you? Did you win the lotto? No, not yet. Okay. All right. I haven't checked my numbers today, but. Yeah. Okay. So on our, I think it was our second trip that we took with Chile to Denver. We ended up in the emergency room on Christmas Uh-oh. Eve. Oh, nice. Yikes. Yes. And it was because Chile had a urinary tract infection. And fortunately, I have pet insurance for Chile, and I have had it since he was a year old. And the great thing about pet insurance, and obviously, it's pet insurance, of course, differs from company to company. But for the most part, as far as I'm aware, and I've looked into three or four of them, pet insurance is will reimburse you. You don't have to just go to your vet. Right. And you don't have to go to like a, an in-network vet. As long as it's a, a licensed veterinarian in the United States and, and sometimes Canada counts too, you can. And we have listeners there. Yay. Yep. <laughs> so your claim, depending on, of course, if it's an emergency or an unexpected vet visit, that's the whole reason you have pet insurance is for those unexpected things that pop up. So think about the peace of mind you would have on the road if you have pet insurance and you know if your pet's not acting right or throwing up in the car or not going potty, you know, then you don't have to worry about incurring a large vet bill right. because of this issue. And, and you, you don't have to, you don't have to question yourself. Ah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and see how it goes. Cause I don't, you know, I don't have the budget to spend right now. You don't want to have to worry about that. You don't want money to prevent you from doing what's right for your pet. So how did Chili do? Okay. UTI he, all cleared up? He did okay. He, yeah. UTI cleared up. Fortunately, we were staying for a whole week. So, you know, he was fine by the time we had to get back in the car. But, uh, but you know, that was an emergency room visit on Christmas Eve and it wasn't inexpensive. But fortunately, we've got reimbursed 80% of what we had to pay out. So good, good. So definitely consider pet insurance if you haven't already done so. The other thing I want to get in, if we can, a little bit is, I know we're talking about chili, but uh, for our feline fans out there, you, you got a couple of cats? Well, we lost one of our kitties a few months ago, but we oh, still I'm have sorry. Olivia. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to be adopting another one, but very soon. Uh, but Olivia is my 14-year-old black and white beautiful kitty. Oh, and I have to say, the only road trips Olivia takes <laughs> is to the veterinarian. Oh, okay. However... Oh, by the way, Arden, I want to congratulate you on your fear-free certification. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I finally, um, it was pretty fun, folks. And this is an aside for everybody to help you. Both Kristen and I are big believers in our, your emotional state is transmitted to the end of the leash or the carrier for your dog or cat. And Dr. Marty Becker has the big movement going, fear-free pets, and you can go to fearfreepets.com. But it, it's all about reducing fear, anxiety, and stress with really cool, practical things. So I went and took and, and completed my certification. Here's the funny thing, Kristen. Marty <laughs> said, oh, take the veterinary track. I'm like, I'm not a veterinarian. <laughs> so I passed that, and it hurt my brain. But then I'm like, then I have to do everything with the veterinarian. So we talked. And I said, he goes, well, take the... Uh, the animal trainer one. So I'm doubly certified. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. 
That is awesome. <laughs> My brain hurts really hard. But you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on that because emotions and how we approach an animal, how we talk to them, right? That does help or hurt. Absolutely. And how we prepare for it. So this is how, and I, I learned this probably maybe three or four years. I'm on the fear-free advisory. I'm in the fear-free advisory group. So, and I have not okay. certified yet, but, but you're inspiring me. Um, okay. Don't do <laughs> but, the vet track. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> good tip. Good tip. Okay. You know, I learned in, you know, well in advance that you don't, if you wait until the day of your kitty's vet appointment and then you get out the little cat carrier and right. you think that you're going to just pick up kitty and put her in there and zip it up and off you go, that's probably not going to happen. Um, (laughs) so what I do now is her cat carrier is always out. It's always out in, I have a little guest bedroom. We call it her room. Um, but it's it's not a guest bedroom folks. Cats are saying it's Olivia's room. It's room. And what I'll do is I'll periodically surprise her by putting, I'll hide some kibble in there or treats for her or some catnip. And just kind of giving her reasons to check it out and and not be intimidated by it and learn to, you know, think of it as a a positive place where she finds goodies. Good. And so that's helped? And we also have, yes, that along with the fact that we also have the pheromone diffusers in the wall in her room. Okay. And so that's why it's a great room for her because it's just her happy place, you know, when if if chocolate chip cookies baking (laughs) it for us, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so when it is the day of her vet appointment, you know, it's much easier for me to get her in her carrier. I'll put, you know, something special in there, like a little, little tuna fish freeze dried flakes or something like that. Get her in there. I zip her up. And it also can be helpful too. And I used, I don't need to do this anymore, but I used to put her in there, zip it up and kind of carry her around the house, you know, just right. so she got used to that feeling, the motion. Um, and, but now we're being told to really hold the bottom. So you're not mm-hmm. holding the handle because it really could cause motion sickness, right? Yeah, in a cat. No, kidding. no kidding. Yeah, definitely want to support the bottom for sure. Yeah. Those practices have made it really easy and stress-free for the day that we do take her to the vet. So I just put her in, zip her up, and she's fine in the car. She's never been one to howl or carry on in the car. So I've kind of gotten lucky with her, I think. And we unfortunately don't have a fear-free certified practice near us. Yeah. But I have <laughs> yet, and I know it's coming soon, but I trust me, I'm talk I've been talking to my vet about fear-free for a couple of years now. And so he knows, mm-hmm. you know, when we're coming in, he pretends that, you know, like he, he's got it all, he's got it all, you know, set well, up. Well, I'm lucky. My uh my I'm gonna shout out to Casa Linda Animal Clinic in Dallas. Uh, Dr. Deborah Charles is our vet and she was one of the first veterinarians certified and so it's really made a difference. But one thing before we get off the air because I'm just dying and I did tease all the readers mm-hmm. um, let's talk rah rah cheer cheer go bucks but oh. more importantly guys yeah let's talk about how you became a cheerleader but yeah. also something that you did for the troops when, oh before you retired Oh my gosh. Okay. So then I'll, I'll make it a relatively quick story. So I tried out, I moved to Florida from Chicago when I got married. Okay. Back in, I don't even want to tell you what year it was. But <laughs> anyway, suffice it to say, it was a while ago. I tried out three years in a row. I was in my 20s. I never made it. Okay. Fast forward. I'm 35 years old. I'm driving down the road one day. I hear an ad on the radio for Buccaneer Cheerleader tryouts. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that a try again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was 35 years old when I made the squad. I was the eldest, oldest, most mature, whatever you want to call it, in the NFL that year. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it was, but you know what? I really think the reason I made the squad that year was because we had this coach that was, she was just amazing. And she said, I want enough 
diverse women on my squad so that every woman in the stands on game day can look down and identify with one of these ladies on the field. Anyway, so I cheered for two years. It was just had the time of my life, Arden. I'm a huge football fan anyway. Um, well, I'm an ex-sports writer, so we get along. Yeah. I yeah. was weaned on the Bears. And the Bears, I, yes. Yeah, I'm from the Chicago area like you. And then I went to San Diego for many years. And I can't even say Los Angeles Chargers. I'm not even going there. They are just simply the Chargers. Yes. Forever in um, a day. So are you a Tampa Bay fan? I'm a, or? I'm a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Yeah, still Tampa. am. And then I, I only cheered for two years and I decided to hang up the pom-poms and start my business, which was Fetching Communications back in 2002. And guess what happened? What? The year I hung up my pom-poms and I decided not to try out, that was the year that our Buccaneers went to the Super Bowl. And uh, <laughs> oh, no. so I have the worst timing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, but, um, yeah, anyway. But when you were on the stands, I mean, can you give an inside tip about life as a cheerleader in the NFL? And, and this is keep it PG. I'm sure you do. Course, but yeah. what's something quirky or something people wouldn't realize about you guys? Mm. I would say that, and this is my, this is in my experience in those years that I was there, that you would be surprised at the caliber of women on that field. These are not just, you know, girls that, you know, want to date football players or just want to be looked at. There were some incredible women on the field with me. And I'm sure that, I'm sure that's the case for a lot of other teams. I'm sure, you know, and then there's your rogue women who, you know, make a bad name for, you know, NFL cheerleading. But these were educated women. These were single moms. These were women with careers. There was a dentist and an attorney on the um, squad with me the years that I cheered. And And, um, was it hard learning the cheers? I mean, were you even a high school cheerleader? I was not, but I was a dancer. So in the NFL, it's more about dancing as opposed to, you know, stunting and tricks. So that was what worked in my favor is I just, I had a dance background. Okay. But I will tell you that those women work very hard to make the squad. And it's not just about how, how they look or how they dance, but they have to pass interviews and they have to know about football and, you know, so a lot goes into it. And um, yeah, and, and you don't get enough money to retire on, right? Heck no. <laughs> but unfortunately not. Before we leave, you did get to visit the troops. Talk about I that. I did. I did. So I was cheering in 2001 during, you know, when 9 11 happened. And, you know, obviously so many things changed and all the securities at stadiums changed. And when I was finishing up my season, um, I had an opportunity to go on a, a DOD tour, which is a Department of Defense tour, to entertain troops over in Egypt, Uzbekistan, and Turkey. We were supposed to go into Afghanistan, but the fighting was was really bad when, when we got over there. So we didn't end up doing that. But yeah, it was an opportunity of a lifetime to travel to the other side of the world and to be there to support the men and women who were putting their lives on the line, you know, to ensure our freedom here in this country. And it was, that's why I don't feel too bad about not being cheering for the Super Bowl because I got to do that. And yeah, I think that's the Super Bowl right there. You did. <laughs> that was you my did. Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. That is so yeah. cool. So, so, folks, we would, and I hope we we'll just put the pressure on. I would love to have you come back to speak on other topics because I, I think that. you're awesome. And we did get to say a quick hello while we were both at Global, but uh, you're doing great things. And, folks, I want you to go check out the KristenLevine.com site. I love it. It's uh, it's Kristen Levine Pet Living Stories, Science, and Advice for Living Happier and Healthier with pets because we're in this together is there any parting message you'd like to say to our listeners 
no, just thank you so much for, I wanted to thank you, Arden, for all that you do for dedicating your career to pets and people. And um, I'm just honored and delighted to be on the show. And I'd be happy to come back. And I'm a big pet adoption advocate. So oh, I that's right. I, I guess I, I saw would, some of that. You have, a, you've gotten over a thousand. What's the, what's the total? Uh, well, yeah, I, I counted it up a few years ago and it was over a thousand. So it might be, it's, I'm sure it's more now, but, um, when I worked at the SPCA every single week, I carted dogs and cats from the shelter to different radio and TV stations around Tampa Bay to nice. try to get them adopted. And so, you know, I know you're an adoption proponent too. So I'm preaching I to the choir them, here. No, but. I call them adoption alums instead of adoption rescues, because really let's boost the uh, shelters. They're doing pretty good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So support your local shelters and rescues and adopt. Don't shop. All right. That's well put. <laughs> this lady knows her stuff, folks. Um, again, um, I was very happy to have Kristen Levine as our guest. Please dash over to our website and all our social media outlets. At the same time, I also want to shout out to my executive producer of Pet Life Radio. That is Mark Winner, the Wizard of Paws. Believe it or not, guys, Oh Behave now is now for the fourth time a finalist for the podcast awards. And here's the fun part. Kristen, you'll love this. They don't even have a friggin' pet category. I have to what? compete. My old behave show is competing against the, in the kids and family category. Oh, are you kidding me? So well, maybe people like you and I, we can broaden the podcast awards. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would. I so I'm very honored. Of course you don't win anything. It's just accolades, but at least I can say I'm a four time finalist. Um, the <laughs> other thing is somebody named Oprah said Arden's show is one of our top three pet podcast Woo! favorite. And uh, it was accolades again. No ka-ching. Oh, well, but <laughs> everything is priceless when you're with pets anyway. So I'm very honored about that. We have now been on the air a decade. And, and so we were one of the first podcasts, especially in the genre of pets. So it means a lot. And, I just keep enjoying getting opportunities like uh, having people like you on my show because we're going to make this planet a better pet-friendly place and a pet-safer one. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Most certainly. All right, guys. Congratulations, Arden. And so until next time, guys, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.